The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. of to homer and back the official podcast of streaking the lawn thanks for joining us i am pierce i've got with me the usual crew in caroline and matt caroline how's it going hey hey mr ellis how are you we uh haven't been eliminated yet it's all going no we have not we can make a run in both tournaments. We've not been eliminated from either. We've not been eliminated. We also haven't uh, podcasted since uh, the last few regular season games. And I'd say things worked out pretty well. Yeah. Matt, were you happy with the result? <laughs> I was. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, you know, I, I think if we went back and listened to the podcast, we'd hear that I predicted both of those results. Um, but we'll get Stat Boy on that. Yeah, huh? but you know, um, no one looked that up. Um, but, but yeah, I, you know, it was. I, I, I'm worried now that we have swung way too far the other direction, and people are predicting way too much from us now. So naturally, it'll all come crashing down tomorrow against Georgia Tech. What would be too high of a prediction? I mean, I, I, for the ACC tournament, um, I, I do think it's weird that we have like the second best odds to win it, and I know it's because our half of the bracket is easier. Um, I saw a second. Uh, I know it's because our half of the bracket is easier, but yeah, that's you know, it's, you're talking four games in four days. Sure. Um, and we'd have to go through a Florida State team we've already lost to and, you know, um, potentially a Pitt team we've already lost to, even though Pitt is trash. Oh, um, man. They're they're right now. They are, they are terrible. The first game. Um, and then for the NCAA, I mean, we're still probably, unless we do win the ACC, we're still probably a four or a five seed, which means making the second weekend isn't anything remotely close to a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would take beating Carolina again to have to uh, to be able to jump up to a three or a two seed or something ridiculous like that. So I think you're right. Yep, four or five seed. Um, Caroline, counterpoint: Why should we all expect a UVA championship? We're winning the chip. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I, I do disagree with my esteemed counterpart on one part um, in that we've swung too far the other way with respect to expectations because I still think actually people remember the four game slump. Um, and yes, Matt is correct there. I've seen both the third and second best chances to win the ACC tournament, depending on what you're looking at. Um, the BPI is what is saying second. So I think there's like uh, a 26% chance or something like that behind Carolina. Um, and yeah, a lot of that is the fact that they got, I think all things considered, Virginia got just about the best, seeds you could possibly get with what's going on and where they're 
who they're playing against and like what matchups they have and who they would face down the line and not being in the same side as Duke and Green Carolina. But um, I think that London Perantis was right on senior day afterwards where he said in a, in a very non cocky or jerk way, I don't think people really want to play Virginia right now because their defense is arguably the best I've ever seen it, which with the personnel that they have, this stretch has been so impressive. Yeah. So maybe I said arguably. That's always fair. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> as long as you preface it with Just like you can always say anything mean as long as you say bless your heart beforehand. That's <laughs> um, no, I think that this stretch of defense, like they're just locked in and mm-hmm. they're utilizing that four guard lineup or the tra- traditional with a little bit of a stretch four type situation. Um, I think that. There's a lot that's going right right now. I would mm-hmm. like to see Shayak um, wake up from the dead, but he was actually pretty sick and had a like knee contusion thing as well. So mm-hmm. I think there were more injuries slash the plague than we Yeah, were hopefully they're all feeling better. Um, or that they all still have strep because they played pretty damn well. Um, <laughs> Fair. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that there's... Even given the terrible slump they're mm-hmm. like swinging back up at the right time but sure. i still feel there's a bit of an underdog factor which yeah. i love i love hearing seth greenberg be like i don't know if they have it and i'm like maybe they don't maybe they do though and who knows would you call carolina the favorite uh for the acc tournament yeah yeah matt yeah still i mean yeah. even though they're on the harder side of the bracket they're still the best team Agree. Um, well, who do you guys see as a potential, uh, I don't know, you know, dark horse, an underseed that could make it to the finals or semifinals? Um, I don't like saying this because they're on our side, but Wake has been playing really well lately. Um, yeah. I don't know if many people know this, but they have the number nine most efficient offense in the country. Um, and arguably the best player in the conference. Yeah, I think <laughs> absolutely John Collins is absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they get shooting well, like Arian started today making, I think, his first four three-pointers, mm-hmm. um, that's terrifying. But they also had lapses that allowed um, – they played BC, right? Um, yeah, today. Like BC went on an 11-run stretch, and if Chapman or – not Chapman, Bowman, and gotten hurt. Like, who knows what happens there? I don't know. I mean... Yeah, BC played them tough. Plus, Wake has something to play for. Those are always the most terrifying teams. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, I'd say maybe Clemson. Maybe they yeah. get a couple of those close games to actually go their way. I don't know if it was Clemson looked good today or NC State just looked like they did not give a damn. <laughs> Probably a little both. Matt, yeah. how, what are your thoughts? Yeah, about Clemson or about a sleeper? Um, sleeper. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's Tech. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, right. Like, Matt has now kicked off the. Yeah. No, I know. Need him. But he, I mean, it's got to be someone on our side, right? Because even you know, for sure, even Duke, that they'd have to play the same number of games as as us or Tech or Miami yeah. or whatever. No one's really going to count them as a sleeper. Um, so you know, Syracuse. They're in New York, but I could also see them just losing to Miami tomorrow by 12. Sure. Um, they don't have Jerry McNamara. Right. And, and Tech would just have to go through. <laughs> Is that Cooney kid still there? 
Curry sucked. He was a he was a, a, a tenth of the player Jerry McNamara was. Anyway, they were the same guy. Um, <laughs> he was made from his rib or something. That? <laughs> I mean, Tech just has to go through Wake and Florida State, and then they're in the semis. And you know, Wake has been playing well, but they're they're not a great team. Florida State's been terrible outside of Florida. Um, I don't true. think the math is that hard for them. Um, so I mean, though. I think there it, it could be a scenario where on Friday it's us against them in the semis, which would be weird Barf. and terrifying. Ugh. Barf. Ugh. Hard pass, please. I think FSU is going to play well. I, I, I get that they've been a different team at home than away from home this year. They're too talented. If they if if they choke, if they you know lose their first game uh, in this tournament. Then you're really looking, I think, at, at criticism for Hamilton. That team's far too talented to not do well here. Not Bunny. Just saying. He's 68. Can we I talk know. about that again? Yeah, he's older than Laranega. He is older than Jim Laranega. Can we appreciate that for a second? Yeah, that's. Man looks like he's 45. Shout out to <laughs> Leonard Hamilton. He's a boss. I, I think he's great. Would, would you rather play uh, Georgia Tech tomorrow night or Pitt, Matt? <laughs> so I, I'm on record as saying that <laughs> Pitt is trash. Don't do things. this to us again. Um, I, they're still trash. Mm-hmm. Um, just going to throw that out there. But I'd rather play Georgia Tech. Um, Why is that? They are terrible outside of Atlanta, and I can only name one player on their team. Um, and they're <laughs> yeah, in our poll or our, and, our ACC. Poll. Right. It, 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 I don't know anyone on that team other than Ben Lammers who fine. Um, they're coached <laughs> by a 17 year old, um, coach of the year. 17 year old Josh Pastner's greatest coaching accomplishment was getting us to accept Austin Nichols as a transfer. Um, <laughs> and, and undermining our season in the process. And that is the best thing he's done as a entire career. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take Georgia Tech. I don't think they're that good. Yeah, they're winning right now. Yeah. So maybe that'll be – maybe a wish will come true. Maybe they can go to, like, quadruple overtime, and then I don't care who we play. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like asking Jack Salt to replicate his career, his best game – performance that he had against Ben Lammers the first time around um, is just, it's just risky. Yeah, it's just a lot. Like, getting him to do that again. Instead, on the flip side, they'll talk about how Jack Salt shut down Lammers in Charlottesville, and Jack will get pick up two instantaneous fouls and have to sit the whole first half, and then Lammers will go off for, like, 25 points. Um, so that kind of scares me a little bit, but I do think that Matt has a point about Pit. I don't know. I just uh, you have to pick. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Pitt because I think that they just kind of want to be done. Okay. And I think Georgia Tech has more to play for, so Georgia Tech could be a scary. Like they want to get another good win under their belt or a couple wins and get off that bubble type thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess it's not inconceivable the pit if they strung together somewhat like if they made it to the championship game uh, could find their way off the bubble. Maybe that's a little bit of a since they close out the season, they're getting blown out. 
But um, no, I think you're right. I think either way, I think we ended up with a very nice uh, situation. For sure. Notre um, Dame fans do not want to be playing Virginia. No. Um, I'm I think Notre Dame's really good. I think, you know, the Hoos could easily lose to them. So, you well, know. I stopped following what was happening with them after Virginia won there. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, they, I, they were kind of, and I don't mean this to sound as bitchy as it's going to sound. <laughs> they were kind of an afterthought for me because I was mm. always focusing on. Duke, UNC, Louisville, like where they were in the standings, FSU, could we catch FSU? I had no awareness of the fact that they were like about to finish second place if they beat Louisville. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, they went on a weird stretch of uh, five or so wins and then a bunch of losses, like five losses. Yeah, and then yeah. Another okay. five uh, wins in a row or something along those lines. So, it, yeah, when, when UVA was caring about – uh, being a top two seed or something like that, Notre Dame yeah. was well below them, and then they sort of reversed uh, by UVA having its own losing streak. As yeah, well. that one bad week. I just keep thinking, looking at that, and being like, "Damn, man!" If they're hitting their shots, I mean, they they could easily win this tournament um, for sure, and yeah. that's certainly possible. And and they've done it recently. I mean, they they won the thing a couple of years ago. Steve Vastoria was on that team too, I'm sure, because he's been there for yes. 11 years or whatever. Mike Bray. We haven't talked about Louisville at all. And Are they still around? They still yeah, around? Louisville is... No postseason ban for the Cardinals this maybe, year. Maybe a shock to UVA fans. Louisville is really good at basketball uh, <laughs> normally um, and could very well walk out of uh, Brooklyn champions. I mean, you know, they'll have to get past we would assume Duke and then assume North Carolina. So that's easier said than done. Uh, and then have the pleasure of playing the who's hopefully, no, <laughs> or, or, you know, FSU or have to play BC twice in their last five games. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Um, Jesuit rivalry and NC state and Georgia tech. Their last <laughs> four of their last five games were against BC, NC State, Georgia Tech, BC again, and then at Louisville. Well, I'm just—I was just curious what was happening there, and now I, I've got some more answers. Then, yeah, you know, I will say uh, one thing about the seeding that struck me in the bracketology that uh, was the seeing the who's matched up against Purdue in the yeah. NCAA tournament as like the four or five matchup. Certainly, Joe Lenardi had it that way for the past few days, and that. I want no part of. I think Purdue is a terrible matchup for UVA. They're not the best team, obviously, in the country, but I think uh, they're a terrible matchup. Yes, I am shaking my head aggressively. Let us not play the Boilermakers. I'd rather play Michigan State um, and Syracuse. Just saying. (laughs) I want to play Syracuse. But, uh, you know, I'm not the one playing basketball. (laughs) But I'm sure London would say the same thing. Someone tweet out. Um, let's go to some reader questions, shall we? Oh my god, did Brian's mom tweet at us? Brian's mom? No. Well, I I mean, any of these people could be Brian's mom. It's the internet. Uh, will the Who's make their free throws? Um, yeah, I think they've been doing better (laughs) with that lately. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They they, They took two against Pitt. Yeah. They made both. They made both. Two for two. Um, Matt, since Miami, they haven't really had what I would 
have said stood out as free throw issues. Yeah. Um, again, it's one of those weird things that was just like when during the shooting slump where what was so weird about the shooting slump was the fact that you knew they could make those shots because they had made them during the season. Mm-hmm. The fact that was what was weird about them struggling from the free throw line, which I think is why fatigue could be attributed to the slump was we know that they could make free throws because they made a hundred percent against Duke. Like mm-hmm. they've done it. Like uh, what was it? I think it was the Notre Dame game when Isaiah made like nine of 10 or 10 of 10 or something like that. So they can make them. And I, I've, faith or something yeah let's go yes all right that, that's your answer yes mm-hmm. yeah matt do you have an answer as long as it's not uh jack salt shooting them <laughs> yeah um, that's true he's terrible also I, I, <laughs> isaiah is somehow has the same free throw percentage as kyle guy mm-hmm. and that makes no sense to me because when kyle goes to the line i expect him to go in and when Isaiah goes to the line, I pray that they hit the rim and maybe we can get a rebound. Hey, I mean, he uh, he forced uh, OT against Miami, right? Yeah, and I, I, I think I lost money on a bet Some with you. onions. You at least one of those. Oh, yeah, I did win money um, from you on that. Yeah, I I, that. because I had, I had no faith. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, it's, I, I guess as long as it's not Jack, Isaiah, or Muriel shooting, yeah. I feel fine. Or Mamadi? Um, Jack can he has to lead the nation in banked in free throws though, and I feel like that should count for something. I, yeah. I feel like he should start doing those on purpose because I, I think they happen by accident. But it's like his best his best <laughs> option. Mariel's shooting seventy six percent on the year. That's it's definitely good. way better than his Shayok split last year, where he was at fifty four percent. Oh, there you go. He's fourth best on the team. Thanks, Stat Boy, um, Devin. I think has shown the ability to step up and make shots, except in the tech game where he passed the ball instead of getting fouled to ice the game and Ty Jerome missed the resulting uh, one and one. But we're moving past that. I'm, I, I barely remember it. Um, my dreams. But I guess we want London. You know, if the game's on the line, you want London shooting the free throws? Yes? No? Yes. Yes. Devin second. He missed a couple a few games ago. But I want him taking them. Yeah. London, London, London and then Guy. Oh, 78. Guy? No, um, he's not no I, 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 I don't care. He's got the confidence. I trust him when he goes up there. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. He's got that swagger. Bounce pass it to him and he can take a rhythm three-pointer. Still get one point for it. Yeah. Guy's only kidding. shooting, what, 69.7? Oh, he just hasn't. Oh, he's only taken 33 on the season, though. Yeah, that's not a huge that's still missing, you know, two thirds or a third. Anyway, um, yeah. next reader question. Some lacrosse baseball coverage would be good. And what version of Shayhawk will show up in March? <laughs> right, let's talk about the basketball part of that. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know. You know, the team's been great and Shayhawk's minutes have gone down. And I, he started the year being an important scorer for them. And then I think. Other than those occasional, like, hey, bring somebody in who's going to shoot a jump shot. We need to sort of shake things up. And, and somebody who isn't afraid to take maybe a uh, not the best shot on the floor or something like that. I lay, you know, they use him for his aggressiveness, which is good. But I, I think they're better with some of the younger guys already um, at this point. It's, it's working. You know, I, I don't want to argue with what's working. What say you? 
Yeah, I, I think I agree. I mean, the the thing about Merrill that we liked early in the year is when he gets the ball, he was sort of always willing to sort of drive and try and create his own shot. Um, but now it's he gets the ball and it's four unnecessary dribbles that sort of ruins the the motion of the offense followed by a step back along the baseline. Um, and I mean, you know, the, the three-game winning streak we're on right now, he's got two points combined in those three. So, I mean, he's, he's not hitting. I don't think he's in the, the flow of the offense. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that changes. Guy went through a, a bad stretch earlier in the year and then turned it around, and Mariel certainly could. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him as the, the last guard off the bench. Yeah, um, and it's not like he couldn't contribute in that role. I think what's unfortunate for Mariel right now is the fact that where, like, to get out of a shooting slump, you have to shoot, right? Um, but there are guys... Or you could quit. <laughs> there are guys like Kyle Guy and Ty Jerome who are shooting well right now, so putting them in the game makes sense. So Mariel is just not really getting the minutes plus the injury and the plague that he needs to really shoot out of it. So... Do I think that the three-game winning streak is because Mariel's had two points and is on the bench? No. Um, but I think that Coach, like, Tony's using them. The people that are that have the hot hand, you can't really argue with what Kyle and Ty are doing right now. Um, it's, it's tough. I mean, Mariel's a great player, and when he's making those shots, he's a huge asset to the offense. But when he takes some of those no, 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 yes shots, and they don't go in, there's no yes on it, then it's yep. usually turnover. Like, rarely do his shots end up in some sort of rebounding situation. And I think, um, you know, he had, what was that one game he came in? He had four turnovers in, like, nine minutes or something. I'm just making Yeah, there were, I forget which game it was, but there was one game that was clearly just not working for him. <laughs> and so he hasn't played a lot since. Uh, not yeah. that when he's played, it's been, like, you know, alarmingly poor or anything like that. Yeah, and then you start running into the, well, a man, I better do good stuff and forcing it territory. Right, right. Um, I think that in order for, you know, when Virginia goes on this natty champ champ run here, he's going to be a big part of it. <laughs> oh, okay. not too, too aggressive? No, I like it. Uh, no, I think that he does need to. They need to have him as a scoring option if they want to have any sort yeah. of sustained success in the tournament. You can't have lulls when people – it's the same thing where it was really nice to see Darius hit a couple threes, mm-hmm. taking some nice rhythm shots in that last game against Pitt because there can't be a situation in which the offense stalls as much as when Kyle Guy and Ty go to the bench or something like that or when London goes to the bench. Like You can't look at a lineup and be like, where are they going to get offense from these guys? Because um, that's when I think you run into trouble. Sounds about right to me. Uh, baseball, doing great. One loss to a bad team, but lots of wins, right? How many games have we played? I don't know. No, uh, no, no. 13, win including today's win over GW. So we're 12-1? and one? Yeah. yeah. They beat GW today. No How many game. games are in a college baseball season? Uh, 400 and Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> Wow, that was cool. If only we had someone on the site who used to pretend to play college baseball. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
<laughs> oh, there's so many things, but I'm going to let them all go. But yeah, baseball team. You'll never listen to this. So won't people even are pessimistic. Uh, and you can't do anything better than win most of your games, right? Uh, well, I guess you win all of them. But uh, they've got Carolina coming up as their first ACC uh, series. So that's going to be a big test. I mean, that, that's really where you're going to start to see are they uh, championship caliber or is this the rebuilding type of year that most people were expecting. But I look forward to it. Lacrosse, uh, similarly, maybe a rebuilding year, or maybe they're really good. Uh, so far, they've been doing, I'd say, very well uh, in terms of expectations. Um, a couple close losses to very good teams in Penn and Syracuse. Two Blew a big lead uh, to Syracuse, which is Stop. such a weird thing <laughs> to, to see <laughs> someone have a lead against Syracuse and know. have it. Go away. The, the women's team, they actually blew the lead. Oh, that lead was even more so. Uh, they were up 11 to 2 goal. at one point. Yeah, nine goal. That's, that's brutal. Seven goal lead at halftime is, is, is tough. I mean, with lacrosse, I'll go back to the men's game, like, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big difference is that there's a huge question mark for Virginia in goal. And sure. with the up tempo pace that they play, um, complete opposite of basketball. I like my lax fast and my basketball slow. Um, <laughs> They, uh, uh, t-shirt idea. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um, but no, I mean, they, there's going to be a lot of opportunities, uh, for yeah. possessions. And, and I think in the second half, uh, Syracuse won 11 of 18 faceoffs. Like that's, or 11 of 17, something like that. And that's tough. Like that's five possessions right there. And their goalie had seven or eight second half saves, uh, to Virginia's like, two or four um so those those pieces by themselves are huge and then when you throw in the ref being hot garbage at the end but um you know no i think that they're for what uh so oh my gosh docs aitken if you haven't heard about this kid he's awesome um, and we'll get back to basketball so stick with us for this little lacrosse part (laughs) um he's a first year he's a midfielder he's a two-way midi uh, which is awesome. Um, he is on the field like all the time. He has 19 goals already this season, which ties a Virginia first-year midfielder record with, um, oh, I forget the one guy, but J.J. Bear is the other one. And J.J. Bear is like one of the best players to ever play at Virginia as a midfielder. Like he's absurd good. Uh, just a reminder, we are six games into the season. Docs yeah. Aiken tied the school record for freshman goals as a midfielder six games into the season. It uh, seems so, the reason he's going to break this record. I am uh, fairly confident in predicting that, yes, Docs Aiken will be the new record holder. Uh, analysis. <laughs> and not only that, but destroying it, like setting yeah. a new standard. Um, no, he's great. They're fun. So I mean, they're good. scoring uh, in bunches. Yeah. Uh, they've still got Tanner back there, so there's, you know, defense like it, it's it's come to play I, you know I, I think at the very least i think uva fans should feel that lars tiffany the new coach is at this point looks like a home run hire for sure um, yeah i'm really awesome excited about what they've done. yeah and i think most people were excited 
going into the season hoping for this, but it's nice to yeah. have it come to fruition. At least. number 11 right now, I think. So far. Certainly winning some ACC games uh, would really signify. That was the biggest uh, thing, thing for me with that yeah. Syracuse game. That yeah, was exactly. what, you know, and it's the second year in a row that the games end for, ended 14-13. And those two teams, when they get together, now I think it's, they've played 33 times. Syracuse has won 17 times. Yeah. Virginia has won, whatever, 15 times, 16 times. And their goal differential is one goal. So they were tied going into the game on, right. on Sunday. So it's just crazy. Like, every time they get together, it's a good game. But anyway, yeah. back to basketball. Well, uh, Pitt is up five with six minutes left. Now they're up three with six minutes left. <laughs> Apparently, scores can change while you talk. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, who knows who they're going to play still. Um I wonder what, you know, is a fair expectation for the point uh, for the team? Are you leaning more towards their seating or towards what the advanced stat metrics and whatnot? I I think I I lend towards maybe losing to Notre Dame is okay. You know, if they beat Pitt and lose to the Irish but play all right, I think that's sort of fitting in with expectations and it wouldn't be a big uh, issue. How would you feel, Caroline? Um, Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's really not a whole bunch of movement that I see happening in the uh, 4UVA in the ACC tournament. Like, granted, if they win it, I think you're right. They could jump up to a three. Right. They're pretty solidly in the four or five seed region right now, so there's not a ton. Um, Losing to... Pit or whatever Georgia Tech in the first game would pretty much be uh, yeah that would be a huge a disaster not a disaster but it would suck it would um, be very disappointing yeah but I think in the long run I, I think that they have a legitimate if the defense is playing as well as they are and the offense can keep shooting like they made like fifty percent from three the past couple games or no past game just one game because the Carolina game they didn't shoot that great but um but I think that with the favorable bracket, like I would not be at all surprised to see Virginia in the finals. Yeah. Matthew. Or I could see them losing in Notre Dame. Yeah. I think we're going to, I think we're going to lose to, to Pitt tomorrow. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I think we'll lose to Notre Dame. Um, in, I know that it's a, a matchup that we've done well on. Um, but I, I think it's just one of those games where things probably go cold at the wrong time. I think Notre Dame will have a lot of fans in New York. Um, more so than they normally have in Greensboro. Mm. Um, so I, I think it'll be a good game. I wouldn't be surprised um, to see us lose that again. I, I think after you, assuming that we're able to win tomorrow, it's just sort of house money from there that won't change the the seating too far one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, they can't conceivably just keep beating the crap out of Notre Dame every time they play them, right? We, we said this about Syracuse <laughs> last year. And then it, yeah. No, we yeah. said this about Louisville, and then it happened again. I don't think well, we ever said yeah. it about Syracuse. I, I don't know. Everyone was really confident about Syracuse before that game because every time well, we played Syracuse, we won. Time. Yeah, I, I, I bought Final Four tickets at halftime. I don't want to talk about <laughs> I lost some money on that transaction. <laughs> I had I had a I had a hotel room and I this had tickets. Is why you're so angry all the time. <laughs> yeah, 
this um and then i was standing because i was at the game and so i was standing outside in chicago in the rain waiting for my uber oh no like half an hour as syracuse fans heckled me because i was wearing my orange v-saber pants and i tried to (laughs) I tried. To, I tried to, <laughs> you take them off in the street and like. I I tried to sell them my final four tickets, but apparently you can't do that when you just bought them like twenty minutes ago and they're still on your phone. It was a sad day. Just <laughs> picture you like that Doctor Who picture, or whatever, where he's like crying in the rain. No, no one else. Okay, crickets. Okay. Just me, only nerd here. Apparently, cool, cool, Doctor Who. Um, all right. Well, I, you know, we'll we'll see if they get to that point against the Irish. Uh, certainly, they need to escape tomorrow night's late game. All the games are going to be late games if they keep winning. So, yep. uh, plan your evenings accordingly. During the day, I'm sure we'll have plenty of contact content on uh, streakingthelawn.com. I know a handful of us will be up in New York. There'll be lots of social media action caroline you want to elaborate on that yeah so give oh hello bennett wants to be social um sorry noises in the hallway um yeah so give us a follow on all the all the good stuff the instagram if you're not already if you haven't already liked the page on facebook are we doing some facebook live um but yeah i just kind of want to give our followers a chance to see some behind the scenes action at the acc tournament and really uh really get the feel you know my bus ride up there um <laughs> you know, maybe when i drop the dog off with the with the dog walker the unsuspecting dog walker tomorrow morning who doesn't know what she's getting into um yeah no it'll be it'll be awesome i'm really looking forward to it and hopefully there'll be four days worth of coverage i can share with the world all right well if we get eliminated on day two is your press pass still good the whole time yes <laughs> <laughs> then we'll have even more content yeah, you'll be nervous. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be. There will definitely be something that includes the FSU band, though, because they're really good, but not the Louisville dance team. Because I heard they're very scandalous. No, those are the Louisville escorts. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, fair. All right, uh, <laughs> so keep it keep it tuned to streakofthelawn.com and uh, uh, certainly the Facebook page. And the Instagram and the Twitter and the snap face and the, the house party and the, I don't, I don't know what the kids are up to these days. And uh, we'll see in a few who uh, uh, the who's are going to be playing, but uh, we look forward to tomorrow night at nine o'clock, the Barkley center till next time for, for Pat and Caroline. I'm Pierce. Go who's. <laughs> Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? 
Introducing a car that's got style and substance to spare. The all-new RAV4 Limited, featuring a sophisticated, muscular new exterior and available options like a premium JBL audio system and panoramic roof. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Toyota, let's go places. JBL and Clarifier, registered trademarks of Harman International Industries Incorporated.